we don't have to be loved and liked by everybody. I think when we first opened, we were really just trying, obviously we we're putting our best foot forward all the time. And, but we can't, like, I would know, like when people would come in like, oh, you're so young. You can't, like, I can't wear any of this. Also my granddaughters. I'm like, no, you just need to like, trust me. And some people just don't want to. So that's been like hard for me to like not get offended when people don't want to even try things on. And it's okay. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another installment of Marketing Minds Meet. I am Walter Hooper, your host, and we are here at the Not Co-working Space in Gross Point Park, Michigan, where we do mo- most of our recording and uh, pod- podcast uh, episodes at. So, But I am thrilled today because uh, we are back with another exciting episode here. We have not one, but two guests here with us today and they uh they run a boutique shop in the village in gross point and uh, i am thrilled today to have maddie and mary from glitter and scotch what's going on ladies how are you thanks for having us (laughs) so uh why don't you tell everyone uh who you about who you are and what what got you into the journey of opening glitter and scotch well, we're a mother-daughter duo that just have a passion for fashion, I guess you would say. Yes. Um, we like to have everybody come into the store. We treat it like you're coming into your best friend's closet. We've both worked in retail forever, um, have retail degrees. And during 2021, my job was getting ready to change. I ended up leaving and I just looked at my mom. And I said, are you ready? <laughs> we're going to do it. <laughs> no pressure, mom. You got to leave your right. job too. No. Yes. Yes, I was working in retail at the time, and it just kind of all fell into place, and we thought, it's now or never. And there's no one I'd rather do it with. All my friends are like, we'll open a store one day. I'm like, okay, like, only if Mary can come too. Like, like only my mom, because she gets it. We work so well together. It's it's so fun. Right. And it's hard, you know, to think about doing it with anybody else, Mm because work ethic and all that comes into play, but um, we have a really good time. We have a great relationship, and yeah. We're still happy working together, which is great after <laughs> Almost, two, and yeah, two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half years in. <laughs> okay, so two and a half years. That's awesome. Yes. So where where were your backgrounds re- retail-wise uh, before you opened the store? Well, mine goes way back. Um, <laughs> my first job in high school over the summers was, well, actually, it was during school year in high school at Jacobson's in the Village. So for those of you that know Jacobson's, the OG oh, of the yeah. village. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody still misses it. Um, that's where I started. And we would do contingent work and work in all different kinds of departments. I was on the J board. So we did fashion shows and had a lot of fun group activities. And then from there, I just um, worked over summers in different retail establishments. Went to Western Michigan University, got my degree in fashion merchandising way back Go when. Broncos. Go Broncos. <laughs> that's and, where my dad was. Oh, awesome. <laughs> all right. And it just kind of stayed in my blood. My dad and my grandfather were both uh, at Hudson's, if you remember that. Well, sure do. Oh, I yeah. sure do. <laughs> so another OG. Uh, but my grandpa was an executive. My dad was a buyer, merchandise manager. And I got the gene. Got the bug. Mm-hmm. Passed it on to Maddie, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... And then I decided like fairly early on that I was going to go into fashion. I applied to FITM, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising based out of Los Angeles, California. So I went there, got my merchandising marketing degree, 
came home. I did co-op in high school at local retails, worked local retail as a manager, buyer, that type of thing, and just kind of stayed. I was looking into corporate routes, but I just, I'm a homebody. I didn't want to leave Gross Point. <laughs> I liked it. And there's not a ton of corporate retail in Michigan, unfortunately. So I was like, just, just going to do my own thing. It was always something I wanted to do. So it's a little earlier than expected, but I'm so happy with it. Right. It's nice that we were able to find our space mm-hmm. and it was kind of a quick turnaround because we, it was very it was like two premature months, three months. <laughs> <laughs> when we started talking about it. We weren't sure if we were ready and ready to make the investment mm-hmm. and the commitment monetarily, physically. We were always going to open May 1st and we were telling our landlord this and he's like, um, okay, like I don't really believe you guys, so just start paying rent in June. And I was like, we are opening May 1st. I'm like, hell or high water. We did. <laughs> and we did. We it did was it. great. It was great. <laughs> and then like the next two weeks, we were like, are you guys going out of business already? There's nothing in here. I'm like, no, we were just so busy. We don't have merchandise yet. Like, <laughs> but we got our doors open mm-hmm. and here we are. <laughs> Still standing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that, that's cool. I, I, I never knew that, that you had retail background in such extensive uh, extensive background in it as well. What what would you say for both of you? Uh, what would you say was the biggest takeaway, good and bad, from your retail background to putting it that into glitter and scotch today? You have more corporate experience Gosh. than I do. Yeah, um, I I always say that retail is like a love hate relationship. Absolutely. That I have. It's a lot of hard work. Um, I learned so much working in corporate retail settings as a manager, assistant manager. So you learn all the facets of the business. I didn't know them all great, but I I feel like it was so much information that I got a good piece of everything that we needed. Although Mm -hmm. times have changed now with, you know, computers and all the systems (laughs) and everything. So Maddie is much better at that than I am, but I feel like I took a lot from that. And also then working locally in retail um, for other owners, you just learn a whole different area of that business as well, yeah. side of the business as well. I guess it's nice um, like working in a smaller business entity because you really get the time to like learn all your customers and you get to learn mm-hmm. the fit and you can really take your time in every aspect of the job whereas if you go the corporate route it's like you're here for three weeks and you're moving here for six weeks and you're back over here it's just a lot and you don't get like as much as the love it's a lot I feel like seeing my friends who have done it it's a lot harder and it's a lot more grueling not like we're not doing a grueling job at our store every day but it's just I'm so much happier with my small setting I know exactly what I want to do we're doing the buy together. It's right. We were my not favorite told part. what to do. Yeah. Like in corporate, we're more. It's all laid out for you. We're it's like you got to change your, the floor this day and do that. Right. And, we're not involved in the buying mm-hmm. in a retail or in a corporate setting. Mm-hmm. So this is great because we can do everything from start to finish mm-hmm. that we want to do. We can. We can be there. We're the face of our business. And, and we're the, we're our representation. Yeah, you know we're not we don't have to answer to anybody except each other, and we're both on the same page, which is really fortunate. Mm-hmm. And we can we can make you feel how we want you to feel. Yeah. Like it's just a closer setting. And like, like the said. negatives of like not <clears throat> like of not being in your own space. It was just like you couldn't make those decisions. Is right. what it comes down to. And it's you know some people don't want to shop certain places because it's expensive or the customer service experience. And like so we took all of those negatives that we have learned and we turned them into positives for our store. Like we're 
cognizant of like greeting every person that comes in, making sure the price point's affordable for a lot of people and just in different age ranges, you know, we have a gap between us (laughs) and we both want to be able to wear the clothes fit into the clothing Mm -hmm. and feel the same way when we go into our store every day. We want to feel good. We want you you to come in and feel good with whether you leave with something or not. And we both want to be able to buy the gifties, whether it's for our home or right. for our friends. Right. Whoever. We just... It's things we love. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all the goodness. <laughs> well, I think what's also really interesting, what I picked up on already, was the fact that you both have diff- varying experiences within the retail realm. So, you know, Mary, you have like, kind of like from the ground up, like you you went into it like in an era where, where retail you know, especially physical retail stores were a thing Mm -hmm. for millennials that don't know or are unaware of what an actual (laughs) retail. So like Jacobson's or Hudson's, those were two big major retail stores here in Michigan that people went to. Yes, they actually got out of their house and (laughs) didn't order online at that time. Like it was, it was an event. It was an excursion. Made it a day and had Yes. And then, and then Maddie, you know, you have, you have more of like a, you have like the, 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 the educational you know the the university Mm -hmm. background so you have like a textbook you know knowledge of what that is and so to combine those two worlds and have that kind of create your own hybrid it's pretty cool yeah actually we made it work we did really well a big learning experience too i think for both of us yeah we're still learning every day we are Mm -hmm. there's always something we want to do differently or change or add or take away but it's nice to be able to so what lately, what, what has been uh, something that you've learned, uh, I would say, in the last year so far? Like, what's been one big thing that you've learned already, you know, s- you know in, in that, you know, running what you do and, you know, that kind of thing? Uh, no day is ever the same. Like any other. <laughs> right. It's always different. You know, we can go in with a certain expectation one day and not come out with it or, mm-hmm. or vice versa. And I think, like, recently we learned, too, this can sound, like, we don't have to be loved and liked by everybody. I think when we first opened, we were really just trying, obviously, we are putting our best foot forward all the time, and, but we can't, like, I would know, like, when people would come in, like, oh, you're so young, you can't, like, I can't wear any of this, also my granddaughters. I'm like, no, you just need to, like, trust me, and some people just don't want to, so that's been, like, mm-hmm. hard for me to, like, not get offended when people don't want to even try things on, and it's okay, like, I'd never want people to feel pressure to buy anything, but it's just a matter of taking a step back, being like, okay, it's not you, it's just a fit, or it's just this, and maybe they just don't want right, to. Right, person. And, yeah. and there is a level of trust that we have to gain with everybody that walks through the door, mm-hmm. which is also a really cool part of our business because we've made so many friends oh, yeah. with our clientele that comes in. It's, it's, it's really amazing. Like, people that I would definitely call my friend oh, yeah. just from meeting them at the store. Absolutely. It's a cool thing. And then just like when outsiders come in, like we recently had a retail expert come in and tell us like her ideas of what we need to change in the store. And I felt myself getting really defensive about it. Cause I'm like, no, it's, it's like my baby. You can't tell me what to do and change. And you know, now that we've had almost a month to sit on these ideas and we have changed a few things, I'm like, okay, she wasn't being mean. She's right. Like right. just Destructive criticism. taking the step back is sometimes hard. Cause you're, we're in there every day every hour working we know what works so it's just a reminder of like no right. it's, change is good change is okay right. we're not we're not doing everything right. yeah <laughs> we're still yeah learning. we're still learning <laughs> we like to think that we are but sometimes we're not and we it's good to have that time to 
think about it and then implement things or yeah not be crazy <laughs> well yeah, and, and it's also it, it it can be very humbling yes Absolutely. it can be very humbling because like like you were saying it's this is your baby like yeah. this, yeah. this this is this is something that you built from the ground up like mm-hmm. this is yours so when someone comes in and says well this could be like this or you could do this this way it's yeah. like you know they're coming in you're coming in with a very objective point you know, of view yes. point of mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. yes and an objective eye so you know it's hard to sometimes say like i know i've had that happen to me uh, at times and it, it, it is sometimes a tough pill to swallow yeah. right. but you also have to from the again i like to play devil's advocate mm-hmm. here but it's like what does that person really know though like right. are, are they in here every day right. you know putting putting you know the the work hours and 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 you know really like putting in the blood sweat and tears in this place mm-hmm. no so like i would say yeah it, if it were me <laughs> i'd be like <laughs> okay thank you i appreciate yeah. that i will i will definitely take take this into all into consideration right. that doesn't mean you got to conform to right. what exactly. they're saying because at the end of the day it's ours it's yours yeah right like one of the things she was like well, I wouldn't have done the dressing rooms this way. I'm like, I literally picked out where they go. Like, what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> like, we had to have the one big dressing room, like just for like the handicap accessibility. And then she kept saying, oh, everybody can reach up to seven feet. I'm like, I'm five foot two. I cannot reach up to seven feet. Like I can't have things all the way up here that I can't even, I have to get my step stool out when customers are. <laughs> so like that yeah. stuff was a little crazy, but we're, we're rolling with it. We're right. changing. We're Right. And we take it all yeah. with a grain of salt, like you said, you mm-hmm. know, take it all into consideration and then make the changes or not, or tweak it a little bit. We can do what we want. It's ours. Right. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's the and beauty we, it's, of yeah. it. And it's trial and error. If we don't like it, yeah. we can change it back. Exactly. These are all very, very valid and true points yes. here. <laughs> um, so we are Marketing Minds Meet. So I do like to talk about you know the realm of marketing and what's helped and what hasn't. So for Glitter and Scotch, now I... I I could take a stab in the dark and I could say that definitely your social media presence has been pretty, pretty spot on and pretty on points. So for you, where have you seen in your digital marketing <clears throat> efforts, where have you seen the biggest successes and where have you seen the biggest challenges and hurdles and how, how do you overcome that? I think our social media is definitely top tier priority for us in our marketing. We do like paper marketing with like the gross point news which we love but people can see the ad every other week and they're like oh yeah but seeing us three or four times a week on our instagram stories like that helps just getting people in and just seeing our faces yes and then posting we did lives back in the day when we first back in the day two and a half years ago (laughs) when we first started and that would get so much um interaction and play and people coming in so we noticed that once we fell off the the lives, the lives yeah. it's been different but then we're still out there on our stories every day like last one come and get it and then comments right. and questions on that right. and, and people like to see us they mm-hmm. like to see who's behind the store who's behind the camera and we laugh at ourselves we laugh with ourselves mostly it's maddie we post the bloopers, bloopers. <laughs> i don't get a chance to catch her on the bloopers very much but and, and so that's been good that's been challenging a little bit for me because mad i'm older but um maddie has us on a rigorous social media schedule like trying as to far as planning it out but doing the lives or our um stories on instagram that was a lot for me to do because I, I you're don't know. so good at it now everybody loves you on there <laughs> thank you but it, it was kind of 
weird for me to do that. Like I didn't grow up with that and wasn't super comfortable with that, but it's fun and I can do it on my own. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She doesn't have to be there coaching me, but that's been fun. And I feel like it's hard too for the boutiques that I like follow, like everything from just super local to big time boutiques online. And no matter what you do, it's not necessarily about the play, which I've been like, or like the likes, which I've been trying to remind myself. It's about who's coming in and buying things because we could only get like 12 likes on a photo, but then the next day the whole entire thing sells out. So it does like, that's a hard part of reminding myself that. And even like these big boutiques that I follow, like they're still only getting like a couple hundred likes, which is a lot. But if they have thousands and thousands of followers, that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. So it's just reminding myself about that. Like, obviously, yes, we want a million followers, but that's not feasible. We got to make sure we can still connect with all of our followers and not getting lost within what we want to do. Right. And it's, excuse me, it's a fine line too, because now, especially with the way that the social media realm is like, it's so different, even like from like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you know, and I will say you being on Instagram, I think is a huge, huge tactical win for you because I'm sure, you know, is the fact that now the Instagram has kind of morphed itself into being this, mm-hmm. basically this e-commerce giant. Yes. I mean, you can sell and I'm, I'm sure and I know you have like yeah. sold products just through Instagram oh yeah you know yes. and like a couple of years ago it wasn't like that right. no but now now it's I guess my next question is you know there's so many options now it isn't just Facebook and Instagram and Twitter no it's like it's it's TikTok it's Snapchat it's mm-hmm. Instagram it's it's you know reels part of Instagram yeah. or you know it's threads it's where it's chaotic now with how is. much there is it's available to you but we met with like a social media person and she said focus on what your customers are focusing on like for us like I'm on TikTok she's not as much on TikTok so it's like I'm not going to put all my efforts and energy into a TikTok to make it good. Like sure we do funny TikToks here and there, but it's not number one priority. The number one priority is like posting a thing on Instagram or Facebook. That's where my customers are. Or like I was really resistant to the reels. I'm like, that's just another thing on my plate. I don't know how to do it. It's really hard. And we learned together. Now we're learning. (laughs) We're posting maybe like one or two reels a week, which is it's the learning curve. And I mean I'm only twenty five, so I shouldn't be so resistant to like the new technology. But I'm like this is another thing on my plate it's just it's crazy and then of course like when I post the reel I'm like yeah I was wrong like I know that yeah. was that was good but and it's hard the hang of it yeah it's a little bit easier I think as well mm-hmm. and it's fun it it's is fun, fun. It's, it's been a better for us. It's a <laughs> exactly good moving forward and to see that and to see the interaction that we get and the response you know sales wise mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think that's the most important thing is what what has been your ROI I think that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's like where, where has the most ROI come from? And, and it sounds like it's Instagram. Instagram. And especially sure. now too, the fine line to cross is like before, like you wanted to see your face every day. Now Instagram, like the way Instagram rewards you with the marketing and everything, it's like you got to be interactive, but not too much because then we won't show your content. But then if you don't, then we'll never show it. You got to walk that fine line right. with Instagram. And it's such a challenge to figure out. Like, I'm so bad at reading, like, like looking at the, the stats and analytics mm-hmm. of it all. And I'm like, well, I try and post three times a week between, like, 8.30 and 10.30. And I'm hoping for the best. Like, and so far it's right. been good. But it's been rewarding, Instagram like. is doesn't always make it easy for their small business creators and customers, everything like that, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't, like, I don't read too far into it because that would drive me crazy. But 
I think just the slow learning that we've done has been really helpful for us and to grow our business and change as we need to. Right. I don't, I mean, <laughs> no, no, I think, and, and that's very valid. I mean, the, the algorithm is mm-hmm. a, it's a finicky thing. It is. It really is. And, and I think now, you know, everyone I've, who I've talked to about this, like they've all said, you know, it's where, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Like right. what, what platform do I, do I post on? Do I do them all? And kind of like to your point, I always say to people, what are you most, where are you most comfortable with? Right. Exactly. And also, where where do you currently see the biggest return, you know, mm-hmm. you know, for it? And so, you know, I, I always like to say, like, try to keep it to, like, two to three yeah. max. Because and that's what I think we've been doing. Right. Like, well, mostly Instagram, <clears throat> Facebook, and then if we feel like venturing, it's sometimes TikTok. Like, right. So. But most of our clientele is Instagram. Instagram but mm-hmm. then to push it to Facebook, I think, has been very beneficial for oh, us, yeah. too, because... The people who are, who are a little bit older than Maddie are still on there. Mm-hmm. And, That's how a lot of your see friends it. see us from college. Right. Like, cause right. they've been so supportive this whole time and they'll share our stuff. And so we're reaching new clients that way because right. my friends can post to their stories all they want, but it will still only be the same 25 people who will see it. Exactly. Which is great. Like, I'm always so thankful for all my friends' support, but it's nice when you get the Facebook reach as well because you right. need both sides to it, in my opinion. Yes. Have you gone down the route of um, paid ads? Not yet. Not yet. We've been told we should. Okay. Just, just getting it. Getting. Yeah. Well, and then picking the right one because there's sometimes they'll offer you on the paid ad for like five dollars on like a past thing that's still performing well, but it's like, oh, I don't know because like we might not have that product and have enough stock. And, yeah. yeah. So that's like been the tricky part for us. But we talked about that. So we're gonna try and do one this holiday season. <laughs> I wish they try it. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, it's five dollars at the end of the day. That's right. nothing to lose. Right. So, we have a couple in mind that we might try and push. Okay. Push big time. <laughs> <laughs> so look for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll be on the lookout. Don't worry. I'll have a pen and paper. And all that. <laughs> um, track it for us. No. <laughs> uh, so going into now the, the 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 next era of social media and marketing, really, Web 3.0. Are you aware of what Web3 is? No. No. Okay. So are you, you've heard of like the metaverse? Yeah. Okay. So this is now we're diving into not just like Facebook's metaverse, but we're, we're talking about augmented reality, virtual reality. We're talking about uh, a space where now you are able uh, to have your products be sold and viewed in, in a realm where people might not necessarily have to walk into your physical store. You could have a location, a, a virtual store location in this realm, in this new web experience. And there's a whole new opportunity and avenue of potential to reach to a varying audience that's just even outside of the bubble. I call it gross point the yeah. bubble. Oh, always okay. bubble. <laughs> so my question to you is have is this something that Glitter and Scotch would take into account and look into? Because now, especially with Apple releasing their Appleverse mm-hmm. this next year, 2024, mm-hmm. it's coming. You know, I think this is going to be the the high diving point for uh, augmented reality and virtual reality to finally kind of get the, not the respect, but like the, the to the really help. Yeah. yeah. And to really help people understand what it is. Because I think, I think unfortunately, the Zuckster got 
meta a little murky and muddy. Mm-hmm. So I think now with Apple, if we know everything about the Apple releases, when the first iPhone dropped, that was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that this could be the same for the for the uh, Apple verse and augmented reality, virtual reality. So is this something that Glitter and Scotch is going to look into and potentially have a new avenue of new opportunity for business? Well, maybe now that you mentioned, I know now that you mentioned <laughs> it, it sounds that sounds crazy, um, crazy to think it about does. it that way. Because yeah. I, I don't know that I can wrap my head around that fully Mm-mm. of what exactly it is and how it will be. But I think it would definitely be worth looking yeah. into and doing more research on and just seeing maybe how a couple other people start with it and seeing if it's worth their return on investment for it and just getting getting the reach and the customers. It sounds like it's blowing my mind right now. So I'm I know. thinking about I know. it. <laughs> it sounds interesting too, yeah. though, to maybe get started as it's developing as and it's growing yes. and evolving. Yes. Which is interesting. And that yeah. probably scares Maddie that I'm saying this because <laughs> I am like more computer and illiterate with all of this <laughs> than anyone. But I mean, you have to hop um, on it while it's yeah, hot. Like not to hop early, on in the beginning could be mm-hmm. something really cool and special and yeah you'll have to keep us up very <laughs> well and i think i think not enough people are talking they're not enough people especially and i i'll say it it's my show i don't think hardly anybody here in the bubble no. talks about this because they're so stuck in this old realm oh for sure this old school mindset like i've gone to various networking functions mm-hmm. in this area and like when i even when i tell people about the basics of video marketing like oh are you serious like yeah it's like well, really? I mean, going back to the whole Instagram and lives thing, we were some of the first, like in the bubble area, I feel like we were one of the first and only ones in the beginning doing Instagram that lives. Doing it. Yeah. And that's been around for, how I mean, at least 10 years now, maybe not right. 10 yet, but I remember them doing it when I was in college in like 2016 and like that. So I was like, the fact that we are now more retailers are doing it which i think is great like i'm right. so glad but i was like how are we the first ones to be doing right. this and We're it's a 2021 in the area absolutely to pick it up like our people our clientele mm-hmm. it's it i feel like it's a, an old school mentality mm-hmm. and that goes back to all the experience with like jacobson's and hudson's like going into the store making a day oh my god like, at least once a week we hear about jacobson's new. it's this is still new you know that there's more boutiques now yeah. in the area it's it's catching it's on <laughs> <laughs> it's catching on though so i mean it might be slow to start and i think as and... too as the generations start shifting in mm-hmm. the bubble we're gonna see a big change like i think as the older generation starts leaving <laughs> and the new generation starts coming up especially with like the ipad kids like they're gonna want it they're like right. these little ipad babies aren't gonna know how to come in and shop in a store they're only gonna know how to shop on the metaverse or whatever it is like that's that's all they're that's, gonna know yeah. so i think it's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to mm-hmm. see how that happens yes and i think have like i said having these conversations now mm-hmm. I think is is imperative and it's crucial, <clears throat> especially for a brick and mortar that has tangible products to sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's only going to help your case when that time comes. Mm-hmm. The bigger question, though, is you know, are you ready to dive into it, even knowing that there is a risk that you know there is going to be 
there is going to be bumps and, and, and trials and tribulations on the way, just like with any new technology. Oh, yeah. Like when, when Web 2 finally evolved, like there was, you remember a time where YouTube, you know, was, it was for the people by the people. Yep, right. Like that first wave of YouTube videos it, it is so vastly different than what they are now. Oh, for sure. I was a big YouTube kid. I loved it. I had my own YouTube channel for a little while. Um, really? Moments with Maddie. <laughs> shout out. No. <laughs> Be careful what you go look yeah, for. Do not. Nobody look it up. I got to go home. No. <laughs> oh, I'm looking this up after we're done. We're going to have a viewing party right here. Yeah. But like, I remember, and I was just talking about this with my boyfriend's sister. Like, oh my God, who did you watch? Like back in the day, like I was a big like YouTube kid. So was my sister. So were a lot of my friends. And now the shift and the change they're all on instagram tiktok they're not on youtube anymore the youtube is for shorts or youtube tv and or just the tried and true creators that stuck it out but even a lot of those aren't on youtube anymore they kind of left the space once it started changing a little bit more so it's that's been an interesting shift to see also i'm not as much on youtube now i'll see it every once in a while but mostly Mm -hmm. instagram that i see these people on now yeah and and even to go on the YouTube, you know, uh, path here, like I put a lot of my efforts into that because Mm -hmm. of this, Mm -hmm. like if you want the longer form content, YouTube is the way to go. That's how I like listening to my podcast. Like a couple of them record like this and sometimes I get distracted when I'm just listening. So I'd rather sit down and watch it like a movie and enjoy it because you can see the banter better. And I mean, it's the same. You're listening to it either way, but I like the visual aspect of it. Yeah, and then not only that, but it's, I don't know, I, I just, I feel like, so I, I like to watch a lot of stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. so a lot of comics that I admire and listen to, they've taken not only just, you know, their their podcast that they have, because I watch a lot of comedy podcasts, mm-hmm. they've also put a lot of their specials on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they've, they've basically said, you know, screw you, mm-hmm. you know, all you streaming, major streaming services, like... You're not going to dictate on how I distribute my right. content. Right. You're not going to tell me like what I can and can't say in, right. in my acts. And right. that, that censors them in a way that they never had to deal with before. Like if you're at the physical comedy show, like just the way the streaming networks have censored everything is crazy to me. Like in waiting, like there's an influencer I follow who's a comedian who does a podcast with her sister, like all these things. And she's been waiting to put out her second comedy special. Who is it? Um, Claudia Oshry. I listened to The Toast with her sister, Jackie. Okay, I can't say it's of that. It's a pop culture five days a week podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably not up your alley, no. <laughs> but um, she's been like waiting. She's had it filmed for a year and she just talks about how she's like waiting for the right deal, whether it's Amazon, YouTube, Netflix. And it's like just a game you have to play and it's, it's not fun for everybody. <laughs> right. No, and I think releasing it on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, with, you know, I think that's the way to go because, oh, yeah. you know, it's accessible to everybody. Right. You don't need a subscription to YouTube. Right. All you need is a Google account, which is free. Yeah. Right. You, you know, can have like seven of them so if easy. you want. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can watch it as many times as you want from all your different accounts. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's just, it's amazing to see where, because, like, I, I, I grew up in an era where Comedy Central mm-hmm. was, like, that was where you went to go for all of your comedy. You know, I that's where I, I, I watched Chappelle's show when it debuted, you know, on the air every week. Mm-hmm. I watched, like, Dave Attell and those comedians, like, do specials on there. Now to see it where it's, 
I, is Comedy Central still a thing? Like, right. if it yeah. is, like, put a comment or something. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, now it's like, I'm on YouTube, like, majority of my time oh, yeah. just enjoying and taking in, you know, these different experiences of watching not even just comedy, you know, uh, comedians and specials. It's documentaries. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and, and I, I will give another one last final plug for YouTube. If you go to their movie section, like, they have released a and ton free, of amazing right? movies. And free. Some of yes. them you have to pay for. Some of them are free. But I remember, like, when um, Paris Hilton, before her show on Peacock, she put out her whole entire Paris documentary on YouTube, and that was the only place you could watch it. And I was, and it was free for everybody, all her fans. I don't think I ever ended up watching it, but I heard, like, nothing but good things, and everyone was like, wow, this is so accessible for me. I don't need Peacock or Hulu. To pay for all the yeah, subscriptions. for so. one thing. So that I remember that was cool for her to do <laughs> yes and it's only it's only gonna be it's only gonna get better I it think. is i agree yes. um so now let's go into we were going into some light light territory now <laughs> we go into a little bit of a dark darker path here and it's it's the yin and the yang of the show so <laughs> oh no all right so the first uh dark question I have is tell me something about what you do that you don't like and why hmm that's tough I feel like it's easy for me okay then you go first (laughs) no do because I don't do like the back end work that Maddie does I'm a little bit afraid of it (laughs) and I don't have as much knowledge like setting up our whole website and getting things online for purchase and all that like Maddie does all of that and it scares me and she'll tell me how to do it and show me how to do it and I'm a little resistant so sometimes I don't retain it so that's hard for me I don't love it yeah I don't know if you love doing it but no I get lazy with (laughs) it but it's but it's it's a hard thing and I just I put my wall up with that (laughs) I guess I could kind of say that also like I do the website because I have to because I know people are looking at it and if we didn't have the website it would be a huge loss for us and I'm not saying we're doing tons of orders every day but people like to look at the website before they come in and that's sometimes the make or break and I don't want to sit there and do the website or sit in the back office when I hear customers in the store like I want to be talking to people all day long so I guess that's been like challenging and just like not being lazy about it that's hard for me um yeah and also too like we were saying with our lives and stuff we've fallen off of that a little bit Mm -hmm. we're there a lot together every day so sometimes we don't want to stay and do it yeah (laughs) and again it's just like we've got to the schedule's been like slightly grueling I mean we're in a good flow of it now but this summer we had a lot of great girls coming back to work for us so when we had to go back to work in September I was like again (laughs) yeah so yeah so it's but it i mean again with that being said it's been super rewarding Mm -hmm. and and we want to be there we have to be there we should be there yeah but some days we're like nope not staying late to do that live gotta (laughs) get out of here out of it like 459 bye (laughs) (laughs) you lose no (laughs) exactly oh you're on your way all right we'll stay i guess yeah but overall like there's like sometimes the days and like that are not great sales wise like or it's a big return day those days are so discouraging and it's like why am I doing this but 
overall, I would say our experience has been like so rewarding, so encouraging, so, so positive, fulfilling, very fulfilling that I try and block out the bad stuff. Right. <laughs> so it sounds like a lot of it is more technological based yeah. of, <clears throat> because it is a lot to maintain. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot, I know. Is a lot to maintain a website. It's a lot to maintain inventory on mm-hmm. said website. Right. It's a lot to just keep that up keep, to date. Yes. And, yeah, and it's changing yeah. constantly, and new things are coming. And I know, like my sister always said, she's like, "Get your home stuff online." I'm like, I could post these cups on Instagram, say we have four, and then they'll be gone in an hour. Like, I'm not going to spend the time to get this stuff online if I know it will be gone. Or sometimes it's like that, but then it's like, am I missing a whole? category by not having any of my home stuff online it's like a constant battle that we're playing with ourselves because it's like like to pick and choose exactly yeah um so there are there are various boutique shops even in in the bubble area mm-hmm. and even out and especially outside as well so what is it about glitter and scotch that sets you apart from other retail boutique establishments um, not just in the bubble, but throughout Metro Detroit and Michigan. Like, like, what is it about you that people should notice from others? I think like the number one thing and that we've had customers tell us is that we're like so friendly and nice, but on the other hand, friendly and nice will only get you so far. Um, I love the assortment of things that we have. We try and keep it super unique from everybody else, especially if you go down that strip of Kirchival. We don't want to have the same brand as anybody on the street. Because what's the point of going into the, the same store essentially three different times? So it's just a matter of setting ourselves out with the brands we carry and pick and the uniqueness of them. Right. Um, I know we look towards the Rochester boutiques a lot because they have a good little bubble there also. And they are just doing great things. So we kind of take inspiration from them and what they're doing. Um, yeah. I guess I just want everybody to know that like it's fun, it's friendly, you're not going to see 25 of yourself walking around Gross Point or Detroit and like just good yeah. feel good stuff. And I agree. I mean, I was going to say that too. Like it's us. It's us. <laughs> you know, people tell us as Maddie said, like we're super friendly. And for us, it's not about it is about if you buy something from us because we're grateful, we're thankful. But if you come in and you try something on, if it doesn't work for you, or if you trust us to try something that you may not have tried otherwise, mm-hmm. it's just the experience. We want you to be comfortable. We want you to feel like you're coming to our home. And people tell us that they feel that way, which is amazing. And I'd rather have uh, my customers not buy something because they're on the fence about it, than buy it, take it home, decide they don't want it, and come back and return it. Because right. at the end of the day, nobody wants a return, but just, knowing like okay they told me not to buy it so i'm going to go back there first maybe they'll have something that will work for me this time rather right. than going and telling all their friends like oh the girls at glitter and scotch told me to buy this because they, they thought it looked good it. and i don't <laughs> like it like i never want that to be anybody's experience in the store right. just making sure you're very comfortable all the time right and we do have a good assortment we mm-hmm. think you know th- it's things we love our accessories and our home goods some of it's a little cheeky mm-hmm. and fun something you won't find at other places well like you especially. said trying to span the ages like yes my grandma who comes to visit us she's in her late 70s she finally got a pair of jeans from glitter and scotch and she walks around her apartment community in florida thinking she is the hottest thing on the block because her exactly. jeans fit her, her jeans like fitter she feels good she's comfortable she's so excited she just radiates that energy confidence mm-hmm. and energy and 
It's hilarious. It's We've so had funny. her on our Instagram yeah. before. Go Grandma, <laughs> go. Go Nana. Exactly, go Nana. And, and lots of people know Linda. Mm-hmm. Lots of people know Nana. She has a fan um, base. We need to probably, <laughs> yeah, she has a little bit of a fan base. Some of it was um, via Snapchat and Back little private day. things <laughs> and family group chats. But um, it's just, it is nice we, to have that span. And I tell people, this is my daughter I'm working with. She wants to pick out things that she <clears throat> looks good in and feels good in. And I want to do the same. So mm-hmm. we need, you know, we have similar taste. Oh, yeah. Um, we could buy things for each other and know what it like is. this was but, your sweater. I took it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we just, we want all age groups to feel comfortable. And, yeah. and we do. I mean, we get people my mother-in-law's age coming in, which is, I think it's great. And, buying, and they'll like, buy sweaters, things. Sweaters. You know, clothing, not, not just yeah. the accessories. And not everything's for everyone. Like, of course, sometimes mm-hmm. in the summer, dresses get shorter. Shirts are a little cropped. But just feeling so comfortable and like I'm not going to send my almost 80 year old grandma out on the street in a crop top like no I'm just going to make sure she looks cute and, and put together yeah. and feels confident exactly <laughs> so there's a cut for everybody exactly yes. <laughs> that's a good way to put it I yes. like that I like that um <clears throat> all right last question I have as far as the dark side goes I'm a, I'm a, Star, I'm a Star Wars fan so I like to do we need the music <laughs> the Vader the Vader Imperial in. March yeah Cue the Imperial March. Um, <clears throat> do either of you listen to blues music? No. No. Okay. So I'm going to be this real quick and brief because in the past it's been kind of long-winded and what have you. So there is, there was a very, very famous acoustic blues artist by the name of Robert Johnson. And the lore of him was he, he had influence in becoming one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Now, this is back during the Mississippi Delta kind of depression era. So the lore goes is that he was walking back home one night and he happened to cross paths with this individual. And this individual said, uh, would you like me to tune your guitar for you? And he goes, okay. And he goes, all right, but if I do this, like you will become the probably one of the greatest guitarists and musicians of all time. And he goes, are you willing to accept that? And he goes, okay. Well, little did he know that that came with a price. Mm-hmm. So one night he was he was at a, at, a, at a juke joint and he happened to take a sip of his drink and he keeled over, I believe, at the age of 27. Oh my gosh. So I think he was the first of the 27 Club. I was going to say the 27 wow. Club. So the question I have for you is, this individual that he happened to cross paths with happened to be the devil himself. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know it. So let's say you cross paths with the devil himself and he makes you an offer that you can't refuse, as in his words. Let's say the devil says, I can make Glitter and Scotch the greatest and biggest boutique that has ever existed, not only just in Michigan, but throughout the entire world. You will have celebrities you will have them everyone and their brother would want to go to glitter and scotch but as the devil says he comes with a price everything comes with a price which can mean there are risks that involve with it whether it's loved ones friends or personal things so my question to you is if the devil were to make you an offer to have glitter and scotch become the biggest and most well-renowned boutique shop would you take that deal that's so tough. It's very intriguing, but That's I feel what I was like I immediately think no yeah. because, like, if I knew it was him and it came with that big price, as great and glorious as that would be, 
I think we need to do it ourselves. I think and it we want to be... live through it and, and be able to enjoy it. Well, then it wouldn't be authentic. Like right. I want to have the reward of growing my business. And if it was just like, poof, here you are, biggest and best. Like that wouldn't, it would be rewarding, be great, but it would be but... like crazy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we would handle that. Right. I'm like freaking out yeah. already. <laughs> would you have time to sit back and enjoy it? Yeah. Or then when, like you said, one day, would you just be gone and, not and then you just it. fade away? The whole thing mm-hmm. fades away. Well, maybe not even just you, but it could be at the cost of someone else. Right. right. Or and something. you never want to do that. To, no. I mean, no, that's, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> I mean, there's no one in your life that you want to put a vaccine? No, not, <laughs> not yet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it depends on the day. No. It's okay. We can talk off camera yes. about that. <laughs> no, I just... I think, like I said, I don't think it would be that authentic. We try and be our true selves, like I think we've said throughout this whole entire thing. And if all of a sudden we had like Kim Kardashian promoting it, just we would, is it, are you buying my product because Kim Kardashian's promoting it? Or are you buying it because you actually love it and you want to support us? Like it's, right. And it's the journey. It is. I think it's it's been a journey and I, I that sounds so cliche, but it has been just for us to make the decision together let's do this, let's see what happens. And if we're here for 50 years or she's here after I'm gone, still doing it, that's great. If not, we still had a great ride. Mm-hmm. And we learned so much And we from learned it. a lot and we're still learning. Oh yeah. Okay, all right. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's, that's good. I mean, it's, it's a good answer. I, I, I mean, it's, it's your answer. So even if you said yes, I, I wouldn't judge you. Mm-hmm. you. Um, <laughs> do you believe us? <laughs> I do believe you. Yes, I do. I do. Um, I've only had one person answer yes. Really? Ooh. Yes. Now, granted, it was it was after hours, and it was just these random couple, and I think they might have had a little too much sauce, but um, <laughs> but and maybe they were just playing into the... The whole thing. Yeah, but I don't know. They were pretty quick to say yeah we'll do it oh gosh that's scary <laughs> but there are people like that oh yeah they are yeah there are. And we all right know people who would take it oh yeah so congratulations you made it through the dark path thank Yay. you congratulations Get if i nervous. had an applause applause button here i would do it um so you mentioned you know the future so i want to know where in the in the next five to ten years where where do you want to see glitter and scotch where do you hope to see the the path and the journey of glitter scotch glitter and scotch be in five to ten years i think we would definitely love to grow whether like our i love our storefront whether it's expanding our storefront or the departments because we do carry like men's and home along with our women's things so whether it's a shoot offshoot of something else to home and or men yeah. which um, we already kind of have in the back of our minds things but in our head it's early um yeah let's get through the first year <laughs> yeah. of the lease no I'm just kidding <laughs> or the first sign first of the lease um but I think we just definitely want to see it grow have the longevity have the love and this community support still I mean I know we've already like planned for the future we're like when I have a baby that baby's coming to work every day like she she or he will be here and she won't let me leave no <laughs> Every day Mary tries to retire, I said, rejected. <laughs> I do. I really try. I try to give her my two weeks' notes. No. <laughs> You're Never. funny. <laughs> Never. We're in this together. But I think we just, we just want to see the longevity and the love and the growth within it. Like I said, whether it's offshoots or big, big expansion. As of right now, it's just 
gonna, we're going to stay in our lane and keep right. doing what we want to do. Exactly. And have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And I like that. I like the fact that it's a very, like, it's a very wholesome outlook, you know, because I've met people that be like, I want to be the biggest and the best. I want to do this. I'm like, are you sure you didn't want to take that mm-hmm. deal? But, um, you know, it's just like, I, I like the fact that you're, you're very, very honest about it. You're very, like, I just want it. I just want to just grow and be authentic and genuine, which is which is great. I, and I think that that's that right there is a big path, a big recipe for success. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, we're gonna go live now. I'm like, Woo! <laughs> any questions from people? No. <laughs> no. All right, we are going live here. And we're live! What's up, everybody? Um, I am Walter Hooper, and this is another live stream Marketing Minds Meet, mini live stream Marketing Minds Meet. And uh, I have been thoroughly enjoying my time here today because I am chatting with not one, but two guests here, and they are part of a, a boutique retail establishment in the village in Gross Point. I want you to say hello to Maddie and Mary from Glitter and Scotch. Hello, hello, everybody. So if I could have the both of you just give a quick, uh, a, a, just a, a quick blurb about Glitter and Scotch, well, who you are, what you're all about, and what you offer for the community. Do you want to take it? You usually do. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, okay, I'm Mary. I'm the mom part of the mother-daughter duo at Glitter and Scotch, and we are mostly a women's clothing boutique, but we do also have a small section of men's and home goods, and we we want you to come in and we want you to feel like you're walking into your best friend's closet. That's our whole MO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just supporting. We're loving yeah. our, we're loving our local our, community and that's yes. what it's been all about lately. Shop local, stay local. It's been fun getting yeah. to know everybody, making friends along the way, jumping over hurdles with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good days and bad. Oh yeah. Just, just a little bit of, fun in your a little day bit of glitter, <laughs> little bit of glitter in your day sparkle in your day <laughs> and for, for the men we do have scotch in the corner so that is a commonly asked question at glitter and scotch yes we do serve scotch if you want it what kind <laughs> doors the big Just gallon doors, from I costco <laughs> okay <laughs> don't give that away ready you're not supposed to give that away i think that's the best part of it like we buy it by the jug <laughs> As we expand our men's department, the scotch will get better. Yes. <laughs> All right. If I, if I see some Johnny Johnny uh, Johnny Walker Black Label, Ooh. Ooh. Oof. you might have to. We might need a little Ooh. investment then. No. Yeah. You have to bring it in yourself. No. And we're not big scotch drinkers. I know everybody likes to know that if mm-hmm. we drink scotch. Not really. No. <laughs> we leave that up to you. It's too. a very acquired taste. It is. it is. It is. We try baby steps, but we get into enough trouble without it. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have hair on my chest if I drink scotch. <laughs> and that's that's kind of the badass part of our, our name. Yeah. But- Got to take the glitter with the scotch. Exactly. All right. I like it. Uh, <laughs> um, so fun questions I have for you today are... Um, when you are not running glitter and scotch like the bosses that you are, um, what are some of your favorite hobbies and activities you enjoy in your downtime? We like to, so Mondays are really only like downtime that we have. We like to go out and shop. We're big shoppers outside of our store because obviously we have to shop for the store. But we like just going and getting stuff for our homes and. Everyone's like, don't you guys get sick of each other? The answer is no. We spend so much time together still. Um, I used to live with my parents up until this year, so we were spending morning, noon, and night together. (laughs) (laughs) But we really just shop, hang out. 
I mean, I get together with my friends. We go get drinks. The usual. Exactly. Usual rounds around Gross Point. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of try to keep it local a little Mm -hmm. bit. We're home goods girls, so that's always fun. (laughs) See what's new and happening out there. (laughs) Keeping up on the latest. Yes. Okay. What about what about you? Kind of the same thing because I feel like we're partners in crime in that. We get any get each other into trouble my boyfriend keeps saying we have to start working on monday i go that's none of your business <laughs> <laughs> i know we have to sneak back home mm-hmm. but um yeah and spending time with family oh yeah of course and friends and big family people yeah and you two you've been lifelong residents of gp yes yes i lived in new york for a little while that's where my husband's from but brought him back oh, okay. so you, you brought him <laughs> you brought him the big city from, to the bubble yeah yeah but lifelong i say lifelong so i'm allowed to uh critique and talk about it okay. and also defend it <laughs> what do you what do you like most about uh in the the community being in the community as a both as a as a business owner and as a resident i just love the feeling of the community like the the the, the tight-knit piece of it it's something to get used to i think if you're not from here like my husband was like oh my gosh do you know somebody everywhere we go Kind of, or somebody I know knows that person, you know, whoever I'm with knows that person. But um, it's nice. We get great support. Um, we're still meeting new people. It's, I really like that kind of down home feeling of it. Yeah. Sometimes it's tough, but again, like I'll defend, I'll defend where I can and, and not where I don't feel necessary. <laughs> and it's like we, we preach so much shop local shop local but we have to do the same in our off time like well, even if we're not shopping local we're gonna try and eat local drink local just hang out because th- that only betters the community more mm-hmm. and we do have such great options now to eat local especially in the village with whiskey six getting a new owner and sidecar opening up that sometimes if you're going out for drinks there's no reason to leave because why would you want to risk the drinking factor and driving or taking an uber like if you can just walk up walk up the street to the bar yeah. and just ha- have fun there stay local mm-hmm. and again like in it that's like the big push right now too with the village and the just holiday being season part of this great community and all the other shop owners and reminding it's- the community that there are options now just because jacobson's gone doesn't mean that the village is a dead space there's right so much this is like the fullest the village has been in years there's right. barely any empty storefronts right. which is amazing and there's something for everyone yeah there's so much to offer where and if we, we are. don't have it we're always like go check out ridgecrest small favors Susie at home like we want to we want to keep, promote cross promote our other yeah business partners in the village exactly because otherwise if you're not helping everybody's gonna lose in my opinion, you got to keep mm-hmm. communi- community over competition. Keep <laughs> like it that's in what we always say. Too. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, I like it. I like it. Um, <clears throat> so we talked about the future, but I want to know, and I think the audience here wants to know where, what are what are some of your biggest goals and achievements you want to accomplish uh, for twenty twenty four? Now that it's crazy to say year. that 2023 <laughs> yeah. is almost over. Like, what what, what do you want to, to see accomplished uh, for Glitter and Scotch in 2024? I want to see the growth still. Mm-hmm. We're still learning. Um, this year for retail across the board has been a little up and down, so I want the steadiness of the up to come back. Um, <laughs> that makes I mean, everybody does. 
and just keep growing like recently we hit 2000 followers on instagram and i know we were talking earlier like the followers don't always matter i would love to gain another thousand followers in 2024 um and just keep the interaction going and growing with right. our customers and keep changing the way we've been changing right. better ourselves exactly we'll reflect on our business and bring more people in new people we're still getting a ton of new people in mm-hmm. almost daily yes which is really nice so i want to continue that trend i know my dad and boyfriend would say grow the men's section so maybe, maybe. if anybody has some good men's vendors yeah, we're looking for good <laughs> vendors but just keep keeping like i said earlier staying in our lane growing looking towards the positive instead of the negatives absolutely i agree all right that's a that's a nice answer (laughs) (laughs) that's so nice um how can people find you uh website uh social media email phone number now it's time to plug all of the things to to get yourself out there uh so how can people find glitter and scotch shop local all season long we love that well all year long but especially christmas especially now we are shopglitterandscotch.com shop glitter and scotch on instagram and i think facebook's glitter and scotch um just google glitter and scotch yep (laughs) we will be there we'll be there we're open 10 to 5 tuesday through saturday 11 to 3 on sunday closed mondays but stay tuned to our instagram we'll have a couple eight hours here and there as we get closer to Christmas yes. and holiday. Just, yes, we'll be there. We'll be there. Look for us. We'll, <laughs> Listen we'll be ready for, for you. <laughs> You'll hear us coming. <laughs> I love it. Well, ladies, this has been a pleasure. I, I've been meaning to get you in here uh, on the mic, and now we finally did it. So Thank you so much. Thank this you. was fun. Yes, we appreciate it. It wasn't yeah. as scary as we thought no. it would be. Yeah, I, to- I told you you'd be just fine. We're excited. Our first podcast. Yay, Check. We did it. Um, but yes, I have been chatting here today with uh, Maddie and Mary from Glitter and Scotch in the village in Gross Point. As they said, it's important to shop local and support local business uh, now more than ever, mm-hmm. uh, especially now with the rise of online shopping and what have you. So keep keep the local establishments going by yes. just, just checking them out and, and I'm sure you'll find something that you'll like. So uh, this has been so much fun and I would love to have you back uh, uh, sometime in the new year. Yes. I think it would Thank be you. good to do a sequel episode. Oh yeah, that'd yes. be fun. <laughs> <Where we are. laughs> All right, well this has been another installment of Murphy Minds Me and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.